Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sutherland Girls. My name is Brittany. And I'm Shannon. Um, we appreciate you guys coming back. We're going to let you guys know at the beginning of this episode that we are recording in another location. So <laughs> We're on location. So if it sounds weird. If there's an echo. Sorry. Yeah. We have to find a new studio because it's 100 degrees outside. Yeah. And the current studio has no air, has no AC and no insulation. So, and it's like the hottest room. Yeah, it really is. I tried to fix it. How is that going to be a baby nursery? Eventually. Someday. Someday. Ever. Summers are going to be rough. We're going to get an AC unit for our bedroom. Oh, okay. Like the one you have in the front room? Yeah. Yeah. That'll be nice because that really helps. Except for, I didn't tell you this yet. Mm Mm-hmm. I get, got home yesterday from work early and I walk in. Woody's already home, which is very rare. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to go to dinner. I'm craving sushi. Let's go. And I don't know why, but for some reason I wanted to check the, like, not the exhaust hose, but it's the the one where it, when the, you know, AC units, how they drip water. Right. It was like the dripping hose. Okay. And we usually put a bowl and put the hose in it oh yeah yeah like a giant yeah mixing bowl yeah for some reason i was like oh i'm gonna check to see if it's full yet because it had been on for like five hours and we've had it on for five hours and it's never filled up the bowl Mm -hmm. i look the bowl is all the way to the brim of water oh my gosh the hole underneath of the ac unit is soaked the whole entire half of the couch behind the couch where the unit is is soaking with water underneath the rug like a quarter of that giant rug that's in my living room Uh was soaked and i was like oh my gosh i turned it on at one o'clock yeah and then i got Um, home at was it one o'clock yeah it was one o'clock when i turned it on so 5 30 so four and a half hours Mm -hmm. so i was like what the heck and i'm like why don't you get up hurry go get a rag go get a giant towel we're gonna need a lot and sorry if you i hurt your feeling you're hearing feelings feelings your hearing feelings your, your ear balls uh, <laughs> um but i was like oh no because the floors are uh they're not real wood but i was worried that because you know some fake wood it kind of like warps swells yeah you don't want that to happen so i was freaking out that the yeah. wood on yeah. the, our floors it, had, it would have to be pretty much soaked i have real it was wood. soaked mom oh i have real wood like and i mop it a puddle yeah you just have to be kind of careful. You don't, you don't want any water to go in the cracks. Yeah. Because then it gets underneath and. Well, hopefully there's no damage. But we put fans out to like we folded up the rug to get the you mm-hmm. know air under the rug and dry everything. I our noticed f- your furniture was moved around. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Okay. Okay. And then our, the wood or. Our couch has wood legs, and Uh-oh. I was worried that the wood would get warped as well. Uh huh. And Woody, <laughs> when I'm like yelling at him, I'm like, "We need another towel. This one's soaked already." Um. Plus, the curtain had like a foot, the bottom whole foot. That's weird. It was just like was soaking soaked. up the um moisture. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, but when I went to go, I yelled for him to grab another towel. He threw it at me. And as he threw it at me, the doorbell rung. And I'm like, why does everyone show up and ring our doorbell when we're in a frantic of something <laughs> needing to be fixed right away? That's Murphy's And it law. was our neighbor. And she was like, oh, did you go to the open house across the street? And we were like, what? You didn't go? No. I want to know what the inside looks like. It looks old because oh. she got a little flyer. Thing. Oh, and they have pictures. Yeah. What did she think? Did How she do you know feel them? about white tile countertops? Oh, they're still the old. Yes. Oh, with grout. I was like, um, it's a bigger house. So that's what she was considering for us because in the neighborhood, they know our house. She is wanted too- you to move across the street. Yes. I know she wants you to stay forever. Yeah. And she's like, you're going to grow out of that house so quick when we first moved in. And she never wants you to leave. So she's going to find the, yeah. a bigger house she on the block for you. Wait, when you start having kids, we're going to have to move you in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised if when she was ready to sell her house, yeah. she would be like, you I'm going to my house for <laughs> off market deal with you and yeah. you buy my house and stay here forever. Yeah. I don't know if her kids would be happy with that, but. Well, I don't think her kids are attached to her house, but I definitely think the kids would want the money from the sale of the house. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like, wait, they already had it. They put the post in literally two days before the open house was. It's probably already sold. It Yeah. I was like, no doubt. If they had $750,000. Was the open house today? No, it was last weekend. Oh, then it's gone. And we never saw any balloons or anything. We left the house multiple times last weekend and we didn't see anything. Yeah. What he was like, uh, what? That's <laughs> the weirdest open house. Yeah. And then when we were driving to sushi, I was looking at the flyer and I was like, yeah, this is already sold. But one of the bathrooms is unpermitted. So I'm like, I know watching, uh, What's the HGTV? So I know when you buy a house and part of it, like if something's unpermitted, like a add-on, you have to disclose they that. They either in there. have to tear it down. No, usually oh. on HGTV they have to tear it down before you can actually move into it. You can't. Yeah. You can't yeah. sell it yeah. with it being existing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, and it was a bathroom. In the middle. Or on no, the- like so the house was three bedroom, oh, one so they bath. Added a bath onto the master. They added a bath, but it was unpermitted. And I'm like, could they just secretly keep it? And They're we'll like, just pay yeah, the we'll we'll tear it down. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so that's you can what's- you can pull a permit and have a contractor come in and fix it. Yeah, that's what I probably would have done if yeah. I got the chance to see the inside. Although the photos made me. A little happy that we're at where we are because it's that you picked. so nice inside. Yeah. It's nice that your kitchen was redone before. Except for the house. fact that there's no AC. That's a huge bummer. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. It's only hot, you know, a couple of days. <laughs> In fall. It's only hot a few days. <laughs> so you're having a good week? Yeah. I'm so having a great week. So am I. I feel like I have good energy. Mm-hmm. I feel happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I recognize when I'm dealing with crazy people and I'm like, ha, 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 you're crazy, but I'm going to myself. <clears throat> Do you remember I used to tell you that once you figure them out, it's much easier to deal with them? Yeah. 
meaning you can kind of see the pattern mm-hmm. and you don't feel like the crazy person anymore. You're like, oh, here we go. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's what I've been learning in therapy is like recognizing that I'm not the crazy one. Right. Although when you're dealing with highly unstable human beings that make you feel like you're crazy, eventually you start to feel like, okay, maybe I am crazy. Mm -hmm. But then when you talk to a professional and they're like, that's what you're dealing with. Those are the people that are around you. Um, yeah, you're normal and they are not and they are making you feel crazy. Right, right. Because they need that. That's what they feed off of. Yes, the so. roller coaster. They need that. That's yeah, I can't deal with the roller coaster anymore. I've officially checked out of the building. I am out of the amusement park. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want to ride. <laughs> no, thank you. Next. <laughs> oh my gosh which reminds me i wore my ariana grande sweatshirt which i got at coachella because i was freezing cold and it's like an extra large it's humongous on me but i wore it to work one week and on the back it says in giant black letters Uh-oh. thank you next oh gosh and That's it was the fitting. time where i was like oh i wish i could just like leave and never come back and then my coworkers were like making fun of me the fact that it said thank you next and they're like what is that supposed to mean and i'm like <laughs> it can mean anything you think <laughs> <laughs> anyways how's your week my week's good got to relax i think i um when i was packing and moving this weekend i think i um pulled something in my arm mm. like i don't know if that's your rotator cuff oh no you know like it hurts when i Under lift your it up it and lift it down like yeah that's a rotator cuff it hurts when i rotate it do you think that's my rotator cuff (laughs) (laughs) when you can't go like this or up so i didn't do arms all week that's good um and my running was kind of the first day i ran was tuesday and um my hip started to like get really sore halfway through my run so i stopped yeah so it's been kind of a it's a good week but you're sore i ran a mile this morning and I did abs two days. And I did a, a HIT workout yesterday. Um, a HIT workout? Yeah. It's like a high intensity. Oh. I was like, do you mean hip? <laughs> no. No, I can't do the hip. Can't do the hip right now. All my rotators are not good. It must How be going up and down the ladder. Up and down the stairs at the storage unit. Up and down the ladder at the house. You should be taking a supplement that helps with your joints. I know. Um, I have been not taking my vitamins and supplements for probably oh, the last well month and a duh. half. I know. I know. I'll get back on it. But uh, I talked to the owner of the gym today and I was like, I need a killer booty workout. Summer is coming. Let's go. <laughs> She's like, I got it. I'm like, okay, tomorrow. So I'll build a walk all weekend. Yeah. Well, good thing you don't have anything planned. Yes, this is a, let me think. Yes, this is a slow weekend. Good. Pretty excited about that. Um, that was my last weekend. It was slow. Slow. I have been going every single weekend for the last two months, so it'll be nice. Yeah. Nice and relaxing. So nice. Got the lashes Speaking done Speaking of. Got my the hair last done. Oh, I'm going to yeah. get my toes done tomorrow. Ooh, relaxing. Yeah. Okay, what? Pampered week. Yeah, isn't that weird? It just happened. It just so happened that all my points landed on the same week. And I yeah. was like, uh-oh. But it feels good. I feel like we do sacrifice a lot and like, oh, we got to save money here. We got to save money there. And then finally, when we have all those like 
self-care appointments right next to each other they're like oh my gosh you're like why don't i do this every month no i used to i used to yeah but i used to really cut back on that kind of stuff yeah i do my own nails now Mm -hmm. i don't do eyelashes anymore i get my hair colored every three months good thing your eyebrows are perfect you're welcome actually i need to trim them they're a little they look crazy right now anywho Mm-hmm. Let's move on from eyebrows. <laughs> oh, yeah. We talked about skincare last time. Yes. Boring. To do it two days in a row. You mean two episodes. Two episodes in a row. Technically, it's not two days in a row because well, it's been a week. For me, it's two days. <laughs> True, because you just listened to it. Um, okay, so today's episode, if you couldn't tell from the title um, and how we've been dealing with a lot of negativity the last couple months... We're going to talk about psychopaths. Ooh, psychopaths. I know. Well, let's say narcissists, psychopaths. They all are within the same realm of each other. Mental illness. If they were locked in a room, no one would be left alive. So. (laughs) (laughs) You know what would be fun is to put. A dinner party together and bring your narcissist in your life. Like that movie where everybody had to bring somebody. Yes. Yes. So. It's it like dinner with the schmucks. Yes, that's what. Yes. That's the movie. That's the movie. Yeah, I. It would be interesting to see a narcissist with a narcissist. You know, like I have two. I know a lot of narcissists, and it's funny to hear them talk about other people that they think are narcissists. I mean, they would never use the term narcissist, yeah. but they'll say like, "This is what they do. This is what they're doing," and I'm just like, mm, "You're doing the same stuff." <laughs> <laughs> But it's very fascinating. The The one that I've been dealing with lately is extremely fascinating to me because it's to try to figure out the logic. I know you have that look on your face because you can't stand them. Um, but that one semester that I took of psychology in college and sociology, that's a really good one. One semester? Yeah. Oh, my god. Yeah. I've only taken two 10-week courses, so you're, you've got way more on me than... <laughs> Well, you know my book collection. Yes. Yes. Very, very intense study work on the mental habits of others. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. What's that book that you just gave to me, but it's an old book? It has like a yellow cover. And you're like, this was my book, but I think you should read it. How to deal with people or something? How to deal with difficult people. Yeah. 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 But sometimes when I read those books, I'm like, am I the difficult one? Is it me? Is it me? But then Could I've, it be? I've realized. No, it isn't me. <laughs> I'm glad you caught up on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but some, you know, these, these types of narcissistic personalities, they make do you have a feel target. like you are. Exactly. The problem. And until you learn... Um, I mean, I don't think you ever, I don't think you ever become an expert on them, but until you learn their habits and the way that their brain works, um, it's easier to understand the phases I'll say. Yes. Because there's different phases on that roller coaster Mm -hmm. to get you. It's like the putting you down, telling you how smart they are. And then all of a sudden they're your friend and Mm -hmm. what, what? I, I don't understand. Why are you upset? I didn't say anything. I didn't 
yeah putting it on you and then you start to feel like maybe i am overreacting maybe it is me that's exactly what they want and then you're and i feel like if people are listening right now well people are listening but i think that's the thing that you just said is gonna awaken them is they're gonna go that's how i feel when yes. this person in my life and it could be male or female yes. i had i have both um it could be a boss it could be a sibling it could be a parent it could be, be a, a spouse. spouse it could be a friend I, we said that at the same time but i just want to make a disclaimer that neither one of our we're spouses not are. calling out our spouses yeah <laughs> um, and it's kind of interesting when you work with it i mean uh, when you're have a relationship any kind of relationship with a difficult person and then you start looking out for signs yeah like are they a narcissist oh no they don't do this so they're not a narcissist now narcissist if you really study narcissists there's mm-hmm. so many different types yes it's not just one like a psychopath there's like seven signs yeah and it's all seven signs and they're a psychopath yeah a narcissist is a little harder because some narcissists have a huge ego and mm-hmm. um, I but mean, it seems like they, they don't. It seems like they have a huge <laughs> ego, but they're so relatable. I'm so relatable. I'm down to earth. I, you know, I like to be with the people, you know, or you have the narcissist that is so extremely insecure. They overcompensate. I mean, they're all insecure. That's why they have yeah. these illnesses, but. Um, if you can recognize other people's insecurities and not take them as blaming yourself for something that they like if someone says like if they're just like super insecure with little so with mine Mm -hmm. i've i've constantly been commented on like they're not doing good enough or good as good as me or better those are the comments that i'm getting they're saying that they're not as good as you they're saying oh well this thing that i'm doing isn't as good as Brittany's, so it's not going to be good enough so i just don't want to do it okay so what they're doing is they're building you up they're building me up but also make me feel bad for having talent guilt yeah and i'm like don't put that on me but also that's not my fault guilt and shame is something that you control yes not them so that's on you yeah no yeah yeah, i understand so when they said it i was like "Mm, no that's a you problem not a that's not my problem right and it's not like me being an a-hole but like that i recognize that that's their problem their insecurity and they need to deal with it i'm not taking that on right Right. In the beginning, a narcissist will shower you. Compliments, gifts. gifts. Do not take a gift from a narcissist. You will regret it for the rest of time until you can get rid of the The problem is that you don't know that at the beginning. No. You think, oh my gosh, nobody has ever treated me this way. And again, this could be a boss, a friend, Mm -hmm. a partner, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I've never been treated like this person. So amazing, that whole mm-hmm. Cinderella thing. And um, those gifts all have strings attached to them. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the first kind of things you notice is that you start, they they start with like, I do everything for you, I, you know. They make you feel bad for them being What generous. are you gonna do for me? Yeah. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> like I didn't wait, ask what? you to do that. <laughs> You should do, you should never ever give a gift 
or and help somebody anything. exactly and if they no, expect, it's not a gift if you expect something run and never yeah. take a gift from them again yeah i know we've talked about gifts and gift giving and stuff in past episodes and i've said that you know sometimes i'm on it mm-hmm. like i will give you gifts yeah. every birthday every you know holiday you know sometimes just show up with things and then i'll go a year or two without getting you gifts because but it's not personal it's just it, it's not it's that i don't give gifts because it's Christmas or because it's whatever it is. I give a gift because I saw something that reminded me of you and I wanted you to have it. Yeah. You know, so, so, um, the way I, what I just said doesn't make sense. Oh, um, it's more like you are considering the person rather than the event. Yes. So it is an extremely personal gift, extremely personal because yeah. you, yeah. you don't just go, oh, I don't know what to get them. Oh, let me just grab this one thing. Yeah. For females, I would say, I mean, once you're in that love bubble, it's kind of hard. But I mean, if you catch yourself saying no one has ever treated me this way, um, he's so amazing. He's so perfect for me. A lot of women say stuff like that at the beginning it's the honeymoon phase right right so you're totally blinded by love exactly that's the love bubble yeah yeah i totally get that men and women are in that um it's uh, you're already in by the time you figure out yeah that your partner is a yeah that's what i've recognized with all the narcissists it is they're really good at reeling you in and catching you and holding you. And the the biggest thing is that roller coaster that I talked about is that they build you up and then slam you down and then you pick you back up mm-hmm. so that you have that codependent relationship with them that you need them. And then it starts, it's almost like the abusive woman that sets her husband off. Yeah. You know, like. Like she eggs him on. Yes, because that's how she her. feels love. Yeah. And then. It kind of does it that to the victim, the vi- yeah. the narcissist victim is mm-hmm. it gets you into that. I need the feedback that yeah. comes after the put down. Yeah. Yeah. So how I would describe it in the best way possible. Think of it as a month and we're going week by week. Mm-hmm. So the first week you're being showered with attention. They're making you feel super safe. They're giving you gifts. They're telling they're, they literally have this script in their head. And what's crazy about a narcissist is they don't even know themselves. No, and that's a huge thing to understand is mm-hmm. that they're not doing this on purpose. They don't know they're doing this because they believe all this yes. in their head. So what narcissists believe is what society is literally telling us. Like you're supposed to give gifts and shower them in compliments. And this is what this type of person does. So they be they take on characters basically because they don't know themselves at Mm -hmm. all like no one will ever know them not even themselves and that's one thing that i've learned about narcissists like it's sad they're not genuine to anybody because they're not even genuine to themselves yeah so not only does everyone around them not know them but they don't even know themselves so after the first week after the compliments showers everything then they start complaining this is week two and it, it might be out of order for everyone else, but this is the easiest way to describe the roller coasters. So week two is um, little put downs, not aggressive ones, just like little complaints, making you feel bad for things that shouldn't have been your fault at all. So like 
how come you never say thank you? I got you all of this. I cook you dinner. I say all these nice things. I and did everything. You don't and appreciate me. Yeah. So those types of complaints. Then week three is like they have been taken over by a demon. They're spiraling out of control. They say things the meanest things to you they put you down to the point where you learn you you lose all of your confidence Mm -hmm. and you take on all of their insecurities and by week four they're grabbing you off the ground helping you back up after they've pushed you down and they've held your hand walking down like the beach trying to make things better this, they're reeling you back in mm-hmm. to then start the cycle all over again. Yeah, and you have to watch out for the um, what? I I don't understand. Yeah, why? That's what week four would be. Yeah, it's like they they act like they never did anything. Like, mm-hmm. and I I I've studied them a lot and read a lot about them and listened to a lot of podcasts and things like that about these different personalities, mm-hmm. and they truly don't know. Yeah, they have no idea. That they're doing it. So it, it does help. Um, I'm not saying that you need to cut these people out of your life. But Just when you learn. learn, it's so much easier to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So the current narcissist in my life that's really close to me right now, I can literally count to the day of when they're going to have their freak out and when they're going to make everything my fault, which this week is current, currently isn't it fascinating like i call it hell week that's yes. my joke oh that's funny but isn't it fascinating how it's like it's good it's good it's good it's good it's good I'm like, and you know I, I called it last friday i was like they're you know paying for meals it's been making so me feel many so days. nice yeah, they're yeah. so nice and giving me compliments look at me you do such a great job in your life compliments yeah and then i knew coming home from the the week i'm like Next week's hell week. Yeah. And I, ca- I so called it. Yeah. 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 So hell week's almost over. There's one more day. Oh, good. Next week. Back on the start, climb. They'll start bringing me back up, making me feel like, you know, it was no big deal. I survived. Right. <sighs> right. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then I you have the, the psychopaths. Then the psychopaths. Do you still have your list? Oh my gosh, you guys are going to love this list because I, okay. As I, I always was thought reading, like a psychopath was like a killer, but it's, it's. No, that's a They don't all have. Oh, that's right. You, you did the difference between the two. Yeah. Sociopath has no type of. So both are personality disorders mm-hmm. in the way of antisocial. Antisocial behavior. Yeah. Okay. So everyone listen up very carefully Because I always thought, get your pen out, (laughs) psychopaths and narcissists were very, very similar, but I have to say that they're way worse, obviously, because the words, those two words are very aggressive words, but psychopath is I think a psychopath is more dangerous and more scary. Yes. Yeah. So psychopaths may exhibit the following traits, feeling few, if any, emotions, sadist, and it says pleasure from causing pain to others Mm. lack of care for others pathologically lying Mm -hmm. charming personality Mm -hmm. lack of fear 
<laughs> Risk-taking behavior. Mm-hmm. Unreliable in relationships. Mm-hmm. Inability to love. No remorse for wrongdoing. Correct. <laughs> Poor judgment. Lack of life goals. Oh. Which one was that? That was a psychopath. Okay. So if you have children, you might want to take a look because when adults are psychopaths, it usually happens in their childhood. They're born that way. So if you're parents, you have the opportunity to be hyper aware of these traits. So certain childhood behaviors can be signs that a child will become a sociopath or a psychopath in the future. These include physical aggression towards others, animal abuse and cruelty, lying, stealing, consistently breaking the rules, and destroying property. Now that, I'm going to stop right there because a lot of little boys are like that. Hurting animals? Well, I can see boys being curious. Like carrying a cat by its tail head or tail whatever oh that's like kind of a boy thing yeah it, and i think it probably depends on the age too i'm thinking it's worse than that mom i'm like, thinking if you have all those things and choking? they're a little bit older oh yeah choking maybe he's children hugging. maybe he's I mean, hugging him pets not children not choking children choking children children choking children <laughs> well okay okay i'm gonna read off psychopaths okay Psychopaths may exhibit the following traits. Breaking the law, physical aggression, manipulation of other people for personal gain, anger and hostility, unpredictable mood swings, impulsive behaviors, chaotic and dramatic life, the exploitation of other people, irresponsibility, no guilt or remorse. Mm -hmm. Now that was the psychopath or psycho? Socio. That was sociopath. Yeah. Okay. Not psychopath. Okay. Yeah. Sociopath. Which I can see how sociopaths can get a little. They're more like the con people. Yeah. But I think, I think you can easily get confused between what a narcissist is and what a sociopath is. Yes. It's a very similar thing. Although I do believe that narcissists have passion and love and care about things. Some things. Some things, of course. But it's usually something that's so stupid. Like money. No, 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 no. Pets ego. or a kid or... I don't think so. Hmm. I think a sociopath is worse than a narcissist. Yes, for Definitely. sure. Like they don't even love their own children. Yeah. I, I truly believe that narcissists don't understand why they do the things that they do. I don't think sociopaths know either. <laughs> I think they like it. Oh, by the way, there's also medication for these things. In case you just heard me read all the lists and a person came to mind. <laughs> there is a medication you can get them. The only thing about the medications is they feel when they're, it's like a um, someone that's bipolar. When they're on medication, they feel like they're fine. Like, I don't need this medication. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they go off of it. I always get confused between like what's so similar between the two Mm -hmm. with a narcissist. But this thing just came up and it says psychopaths, sociopaths, or narcissistic. How to spot. So it says when narcissists do a bad thing, they feel some degree of shame and guilt. Their shame is more of a 
public emotion focused on the judgment of others rather than regret regretting their own wrongdoings. Right, right, right. A psychopath, on the other hand, does feel remorse when they do something bad. Oh, doesn't feel remorse when they do something bad. They simply don't care who gets hurt. Exactly. Yeah, it's more extreme. Yeah, and I think that's like the murderers. Like the con man, like, you know. When you watch those yeah, documentaries like, and stuff like, on con um, men or men that like... Like drug dealers. I don't want to say men because it's not just men. Like but. the mafia type drug lords. They don't care. They just care about themselves. Yeah. Oh, every psychopath is narcissistic, but not every narcissist is a psychopath. Okay. So um, like I said before, there are many different types of narcissists. So there must be like the extreme narcissist must be a psychopath also, right? Yeah. So it says narcissism is a disorder of self-esteem. They are deeply insecure. So they want everyone around them to feel insecure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Their defense is to drag everyone down so they can feel superior. Yes. So good. So good. A psychopath is someone who tends to be calculative, cunning, mm-hmm. manipulative, mm-hmm. exploitive, lacks empathy, and doesn't la- and doesn't think or care about the consequences of their actions. It's just next. Yeah. That is so crazy. No attachment. So the difference between a sociopath and a psycho a psychopath, a sociopath are more reactive and impulsive. Okay. Whereas a psychopath is more calculative and sophisticated. They plan it out. Yes. Mm. So maybe, you know, like when you hear those stories about how like, oh, I never... I don't think my son murdered the that girl or whatever. He mm-hmm. never showed any tendencies, nothing. He was always such, so gentle, blah, blah, blah. And then he did that one kill. I think that's what a sociopath is. Because they've lost control. They've, it's an impulsive kill. Yeah. Because they've never done it. Yeah. They lost their mind and were reactive if the girl, you know, denied them or something. And then right. freaked out, lost it. And whereas... A psychopath murderer. Those are the serial serial killers because they the have it plan planned. Hmm. Yeah, they're not always killers. I mean, no, I know, but it's easier to describe extremes. the two. Yeah, yeah. Somehow we became a murder podcast. Okay, but you can't. <laughs> I know, guy, that went dark fast. <laughs> um, you can live with a narcissist, whether they're their boss, uh, friend. You know, you need. You don't have to keep friends. You can put up boundaries and keep people out of your life, but, um, or a spouse or a partner, whatever. Um, once you learn the skills of why they do things, it's kind of easier to, um, you don't continuously put it all on yourself Yeah. when it's happening. So cliche, I searched WebMD, how to handle a narcissist. Oh boy, here we go. This one's good. So they start off with saying like it can be a partner, a coworker, a boss, a family member. Um, And then it says having a narcissist in your life can be frustrating and emotionally challenging. Your relationship may revolve around them. You may feel judged and exhausted by their demands. Narcissists have a strong sense of grandiosity. Okay. I don't know, large. Large. 
That means a grand scale. They think they're more important than others and often seek out admiration. Yes, they they need all the admiration. They need all the data boys. It's exhausting. They're I call I call like narcissistic type people who like require so much energy. Uh-huh. I call them energy vampires. Oh, that's Where they okay. suck the energy out of the room. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then you're left leaving and being so exhausted that you don't even know what happened. Right. Because it was just like, uh, okay, all the energy that was in my body is left. Right. Right. Okay. So it says, especially for an introvert, that would be hard. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So like I've described this on another podcast where the extra, the best way to describe an extrovert and an introvert is someone gets fueled, like their energy comes off of the social aspect yeah like they they suck not like a narcissist but they feed off of the energy yes. with others whereas an introvert they give it off depletes. as much energy and then they have none so right. they have to go and recharge alone right um so i found this narcissist often they have high levels of self-esteem self-importance self-confidence and often feel like they're superior to others they are arrogant they take ad- advantage of others to get what they want. They believe they're unique or special. They exaggerate achievements and talents. Mm. They need constant admiration. They feel envy towards others. Mm-hmm. They believe others envy them. They lack empathy, are obsessed with fantasies of brilliance, power, and success, and they have a sense of entitlement. Maybe I am narcissistic. I am not. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't need anyone to tell me I'm doing great in life. (laughs) I know it. I don't need a feed off of it. Uh, I love my life. Right. Even though sometimes I complain about it. But I don't need people to tell you that you're great. Yeah, no. Why? Because your mother always told you you were great? No, because (laughs) the inner voice in me is like, look at you. Like, look around you. Yes. Look at your life. Yes you're grateful yes and you know what that means what that you don't really have a mental illness meaning i know that you're going through a no i know you're going through a (laughs) trying time yeah um if you can pick yourself up like that then you're stronger than you think i know i'm very strong it just sucks because everyone around me hitting you hitting you everyone around me knows i'm extremely strong so when I'm going through dark times, I'm not really one to be like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'm more of like, uh, this sucks, but I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I usually say to my friends is like, uh, you know, dealing with that person and it really sucks. They've done this, this and this, but I really don't want to go into it. Right. But just so you know, and you're aware. This is what's going on. This with is me. what's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it takes a lot for my friends and family around me to ask like they always everyone just assumes that you're doing fine it's great mm-hmm. i i have that problem too in fact i'm in a season right now where there is a lot going on like there is a load mm-hmm. there is a load i'm carrying and i started thinking about it today i'm like you know what i think i've missed out on so much i haven't sent out my holiday cards i haven't no. sent out birthday cards i haven't and i feel terrible don't feel terrible but i don't want to be like 
hello on Facebook. Hello. Sorry. I've been at MIA, everybody. This I do think about on. you, but this is what's going on because it's a private matter. It's yeah. a family matter and I don't want to, sh- I, I don't have the right to share that, but I do want people to know that, you know, I'm really sorry that I haven't been there for others or I haven't yeah. acknowledged a birthday or an mm-hmm. anniversary or something. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to keep my head above water right now. Yeah. So when I, when I do go missing, that's usually what somebody else's yeah. Yeah. When I go missing, it's more like I don't want to be around my phone. So if you've messaged me, you've called me, it's because I'm trying to hide from my phone while I'm at home because I need right. an escape. Right. Right. It's not like you. You definitely are. Um, you definitely need a recharge. You've always been like that mm-hmm. since you were very little. You would go in your room and I would go in there like, what do you do? I just want to be alone. You know, <laughs> you, you definitely need to recharge. I know I always say, you never answer your phone. You never, but I you understand to, it. Oh, I understand it. You used to when I was like in high school. Like and it drives me after. crazy that you don't, cause, because I answer the phone for everybody, even when I shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. I, I need to be better you. at, I'm in the middle of something. Y- you got to wait. Yeah. I just think as a society, we've gotten so reliant on that instant yeah, pick gratification. Up. You yeah. know, we didn't have that growing up. You called. There was no message machine. You called and the phone rang and rang and rang and rang. And mm, I wonder if they're home. They're probably you not know, You don't home. even know. And then they would come home and they don't know that you called. They could have walked in. I used to call and call friends because I thought, oh, what if they just walked in the door and the phone stopped ringing? I got to call back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You or know? just sit there and wait for it. To or ring, your parents. Ring, ring. When you're somewhere and you're on a pay phone and your parents are supposed to pick you up or something and you're calling, calling, calling. And it's not answering. And then they had answer machines and you left message after message after message. <laughs> <laughs> but there wasn't that instant like, why didn't you answer me? I called you two minutes ago. You know, yeah. there wasn't that. You were waiting an hour, you know. Thank goodness for caller ID because, oh my gosh. So you can pick and choose who you speak to? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Boundaries. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Boundaries, people. But another thing that, you know, it's so bizarre with like the phone situation is it's become so normal for us to be like, ew, why are they calling me? Why didn't they just text me? This why phone are they call, calling me? This phone call could have been a text. Yeah. <laughs> or you know what i hate the most is when someone leaves a message and says call me back i'm like i saw that you called if you're gonna leave a message tell me what you want you know come on i'm not getting suckered into that one yes i'm not calling you back you should text me no i'm just kidding um i know i do know a lot of people especially my age and older that are phone call people they don't a a quick text is fine but they like to hear a voice yeah i've never been that person um i'm text if it, if you go back 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 forth back forth then let's get on the phone and talk yeah you know yeah i definitely like i'm like oh my gosh i don't like i don't want to keep looking at my phone and typing yeah sometimes Just call me sometimes it's a conversation that could be f- i don't want to say faster that's rude um that could be over the phone like yeah. if you're just saying hi or checking in yeah yeah that's a good text Ooh, by the way hot hot piece of message right here yeah hot piece of news uh-oh you know, my old boss, she put in her two weeks. No. I know. Everyone's probably listening like, who? No. Yeah, Paige just messaged me Oh. this morning. And I was like, oh, wait, maybe it was yesterday. Oh, I don't know. This whole week has blended into one day. But well, we kind of figured that was going to happen, right? But I was just like, Dang. and then I told Woody, I was like, hey, guess who, you know, yeah. is leaving? Yeah. And he's like, again? <laughs> and I was like, again? <laughs> what do you mean again? And he's like. Well, she put in her two weeks like while we were there. And then she stayed. And I was like, 
Oh, she doesn't mean anything by this one either. Yeah. Oh, she's just trying he, to He like totally rage. downplayed the hot piece of news. Man. Oh, anyways. So. Excuse me. I must. What's going on here? I don't know. What are you looking at? Oh, what did he just send me? The angels schedule. Oh. That's exciting. That means he wants to go to an angel game with me. Oh my me. gosh. Do you know how many angels shirts I have with the tag still on them? Because I bought them all before quarantine and then. We I couldn't wear went. them. I'm really excited for this season. I have a whole wardrobe really... ready for this baseball season. Um, it looks <laughs> like they're playing at home on Sunday. That's nice. Why you have plans on Sunday? No, but the tickets are probably explosively expensive. Is it going to be hot this weekend? Yes. Let's not go. Okay. <laughs> it was Arizona outside today. I don't know how California, you know, moved a few thousand miles mm-hmm. into arizona it was dry and windy and 100 deg- degrees degrees De- degrees. degrees. <laughs> it was 100 degrees that's that's Californiese. <laughs> <laughs> okay so do you want to give your advice on how you deal with your narcissist people in your life like give three hot tips so i will say Um, It took me a long time to figure it out. I am very um, highly sensitive. Yes. Very giving of my time and energy and devotion to my friends and family. Like you're the target. You're the perfect target. I am the perfect target. Yeah. I am the perfect target. And I just learned that recently Mm -hmm. in the last year, um, studying this new doctor, that they definitely have a target Mm -hmm. that they go after. Do you want to share the doctor's name so people can go and follow them? Her name is Dr. Romani. She has a YouTube um, that I listen to. It's I just really like her. I think she has an Instagram too, maybe. But anyway, Dr. Romani. And she she's not a lot of narcissist things. Like they'll say like, quit your job or don't be friends with that person. Or, you know, you do need to build boundaries. Or like if you're in a relationship with one, they'll be like, break up with them. They'll never change, you know, but she's not like that. She's more like she gives you the skills to be successful, like how to deal with them. Now, when I first started studying about these narcissists, I um, when I first started experiencing relationships with narcissist um because i'm a an empath and a highly sensitive person and and it was kind of like when you were learning it it's devastating yeah Uh, it's it's my fault i mean the roller coaster was crazy like yeah like i'm like i didn't i i don't think i did anything i i don't understand backtrack like what did i do Maybe I'm not thankful enough. Maybe I don't do enough. Maybe, I, I mean, you really, really, really beat yourself up and then they'd be nice and you're like, ah, oh, they're nice. Okay. And then it's like, oh, I fixed it. Okay. Yes. Good. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, I must've just been imagining that. Um, but then as the roller coaster goes on, you start getting, what's the word? Like trigger sensitive. Like, yes. like you start getting like waiting for the sh- next shoe to drop. Yeah. It's like you can't even enjoy the like good times. Like walking on eggshells because yes. you know it's coming. Because you know, like you always say, like you've been saying, I know Hell Week is coming. It's like enjoy the nice for a while. And you do get to the point yeah. where you're so beat up that um, you can't enjoy the nice. Now, the best thing I will say is do not feed in. Yes. Do not fight back. That's what they're looking for. Yes. They're looking for a fight. Stay calm, set your boundaries, and do not fight back. I've watched people 
I, my boss, one of my bosses was a heavy, heavy narcissist. And I knew it almost, I did have that honeymoon phase where I thought, wow, this is the, this she, is going to be awesome. She's she going to be gonna amazing. She's, you everything. She was so insecure mm-hmm. and so docile. And I need your help. I need your help. I need you to show me this. I need you to show. That's the kind of way she started. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of females probably start that way with other females. Whereas a male comes in like, I'm going to save the day. I'm going to do everything for you. And you're like, yeah. ah, you know. Yeah. But um, then I knew almost immediately, uh-oh, we're dealing with a narcissist. But it didn't start on me. I saw it. I saw her treating <gasps> other people that yes. way. And I thought, oh. and then people started coming to me like, why, why does this person do this? Why does this person say this? And I'm just like, it's not you. Yeah. You know, it, you got to be careful because what a narcissist will do with a group of people, like say it's a oh boss or a supervisor gosh. is they will turn you all on each other because nobody can be friends, but them because then they might be found, found out. And it's weird that this dynamic works in a group relationship setting because they don't know they're doing it. They have no control over it. They Mm -hmm. cannot stop themselves from behaving like this, but they know enough to keep everybody at arm's length. Yeah. You know, um, and start pitting people against each each other. Yeah, because they don't want like a whole uproar against them. Mm -hmm. So the best thing to do is start following a a podcast or start following a, uh, I'm like, if you go into your podcast on your Apple phone, I don't know how Android works, but on your Apple phone, if you go into the Apple podcast thing, I'm sure you can do it also on Spotify, but just type in narcissist and they'll all pop up. Yes. And you just do a couple samples and see which person that you like. Or if if you're a male, maybe look for a male. If you're female, look for a female, whatever. Yeah. Um, It's better to listen to how certain people it's somebody that you're going to be comfortable with and you're going to relate to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. one podcast that I found was this woman became a psychologist because she was married a to a narcissist. A lot of the female doctors, that is their issue. She, wasn't, she, didn't, she was a stay-at-home mom. Uh-huh. Her husband made all the money. She thought they were millionaires. She found out he was lying and they were in like $2 million worth of debt. Oh my gosh. She, she, ha- I think she said she had like $67 in her bank account when she left her husband mm. and she went to school, like studied all yeah. this psychology and yeah. stuff and now is on podcasts all the time. But that's, she's the one that opened my eyes and I was like, Oh, okay. Definitely. She's the one that I got the advice and now I tell everyone do not accept a gift because it's too late. Once you accept it, they will use that gift against you mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out a way to, n- to boundaries again. Yeah. You have like, to set no, boundaries, you. but not yeah. letting them do too much for you mm-hmm. because that that's part of the cycle too. Yeah. And that, yeah. Anything um, they do for you or give to you will be used against you. Yeah, I agree. So you have to be super careful with that. Mm-hmm. So boundaries, uh, first of all, look for the signs, get a good podcast or, um, YouTube doctor or something to help yeah. you see the signs. Um, know that it's not you. Yes. And the easiest thing were for me was to say, because I'm an empath, so I take everything very yeah. personally, was they don't know they're doing this. They can't control it. But your boundaries can make the relationship workable. Yeah. For, if it's a boss, a coworker, a family member a family member you can have really easy boundaries because when you're an adult you don't live with your family anymore (laughs) yeah and also 
with friends, you can just cut them off. Right, right. With coworkers and bosses, it's a little you bit You have to difficult. see them every day or a yeah. spouse, you know. Yeah. Um, the number one thing is do not fight back. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't let them, let them make you react. L- yes, they're looking for the reaction. They need that feedback, even though it's negative and, and you might be, if you're a non-drama person, you might be like, who would want that kind of attention? But it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the feedback that that's giving them the power. Also, They're I just have to make a note. Usually they say, I don't want to be involved in any drama. But then they cause the most drama. A lot of them are like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's that, like, or, or they'll point out other people <laughs> that are dramatic. Yeah. But um, setting boundaries, not fighting back, um, being really aware of the signs. That's where yeah. you're going to, in the learning part. Like for, you taught me like, focus on like the ups and the downs and like take a mental note of the timeline for me so you know when it's coming it's every month yeah and that's why i call i made the analogy of like for week one week two week three week four because that's what my narcissist in my life does with me Uh it's always Uh the same time every month at least once a month it's like clockwork it almost becomes comical yeah, uh, I almost uh, started laughing today because I was like, "Oh my gosh!" You and then you crazy. start to hear the same things over and yes. over again. Like when you're caught up in it, you're like f- focusing on yourself. And when you set those boundaries and you just sit, and it, it's like watching a TV show. Yes, it's like watching a reality show, and you're like, "Exactly, yeah, you're, that's really coming out of your mouth." Mm-hmm. Do you understand how bizarre? Do you hear yourself? And then, <laughs> and then you feel pity. Yeah, you do really feel sorry for them because imagine what's going on in their mind that that they're living on this roller coaster because once you learn, know the signs, set the boundaries and do not fight, do not feed into it. Mm -hmm. um, It's peaceful for you. Yeah, I feel so much peace. You know, I think that's what this week is, is I finally got it's taken me a a couple of months, Mm -hmm. a few months, a lot of months. But finally, I'm at that piece. So it will come if you're struggling with a narcissist. It will come. Don't lose hope. Just take what we're telling you and apply it to your life. And just the best part is you need to focus on just don't say anything. Sit back and take note. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And don't feel weak. You you have been gaslighted into this (laughs) relationship. And, you know, especially for strong females, they feel like, how could I have, you know, because they really, really, really gaslight you in to this destructive relationship. And then you just feel so small, you know, and, and whereas you look back at your old self and you're like, I was so confident and I was strong and now this person completely controls me. Yeah, you know, or and I mean, work sucks enough to have to walk in the door and deal with someone with a mental illness is like 10 times more. But do not put this on yourself. Yeah, even the strongest psychologist, smartest, most independent people have been gaslighted into these relationships. And, you know, feel that it's all them. So don't 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 feel bad for yourself at all in fact feel excited because you're about to learn how to rise above them and survive them really it is surviving it's empowering honestly yeah because you're like well if i can recognize them i can literally recognize anyone it's really exciting to see where you're at Mm -hmm. with it because when i watched you i watched the gaslighting the starting of it and then the 
the the beginning struggle and um you hadn't yet set set your boundaries yeah you know and it was, it was i felt like it, it was, was too late to build boundaries but it really isn't it is it's never too late you could yeah. be in a let's say you were married to somebody for 20 years mm-hmm. you, it can change yeah you know um, you work for somebody or a sibling your whole life or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and it could be a three month relationship. Yeah. You know, it just, when you learn about it, mental illness fascinates me. I don't know why. It's just so interesting the way you the don't brain think works. That way. So like mental. And I do, I'm an empath. So I care about everybody. Yes. Every, and I, and I carry their feelings with me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I I think that's why it's so fascinating. You know what I just realized? What? So I told Woody last night when we were talking, I was like, I feel like, and this is crazy. Because you know, like everyone has a purpose on earth. Right. There's, everyone has a purpose. Every, every single person has a gift from God and a purpose to be here. Yes. And everyone's purpose is different. And some people, unfortunately, never find out their purpose, mm-hmm. but maybe because their eyes are closed and they're not actually paying attention. But I am lucky to have found my purpose. I, I always thought I had this one purpose, but then I've slowly realized, especially now with like my mental health being good and I've got help. And even through all the negativity that I've been through in the last 10 months, mm-hmm. And now that I'm stronger, I can see things. I can recognize things. I feel like my purpose on earth since birth was to be a creator. Uh-huh. Anything. Because what I looked back through like getting help with a therapist. Like I always thought like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I want in life. Like as far as my career, I jumped from this job to this job to this job. At least I felt like you my felt personal. Like you that way. Yeah. It it's not that way, right. but I felt like, why am I not staying with a company for five to ten years? Why am I bouncing around every year or two years or three years? Right. And I looked at my jobs and how different they were. Each job, I was creating something. And you've left that behind on each yes. at each company. Yes. So yeah. then I'm now I did the work. I've recognized I'm a creator, mm-hmm. and once something is done with being created right i move on right very good so i think yours uh oh is being a caretaker because <sighs> you care for everyone mm-hmm. do you believe that or no yeah you're gonna make me cry because you always wanted to be a mom uh-huh and you're taking care of with your parents uh-huh you take care of everyone in this household people who aren't even in this state you take care of Mm-hmm. Your friendships, you take care of, you nurture. So, you're a caretaker. So, I hope everyone can find what their their purpose is in life. And just look at the small signs. Don't look at the negative parts. Like, what do they all have in common? And some people, thank you very much for that. That means you're a welcome. lot to me. Um, some people might think that their purpose is this grandioso thing. Yeah. Like being a millionaire. No, a a lot of, this is what I want to say to a lot of stay at home moms is that moms in general, but stay at home moms that think that they're not doing their part. The most important job in the universe is raising children. It could be one, it could be three, it could be 10. 
whatever. Ten, oh my gosh. It, it, I don't suggest that. <laughs> but um, that is the most important job on earth. It's not being the owner of Tesla or Google or, you Flying know. Flying to, to Mars. If you want to be no. that, that's great. If you want to be an astronaut or a teacher or a race car driver or firefighter, whatever you want to be is mm-hmm. fine. But for the moms out there, I want you to know and I want you to feel you have the most important, more important than the president of the, well, that's not a good analogy right now. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> I was not expecting it's, you to say that. It's the most, I, I just want you to understand that there might be days that you don't get out of your pajamas. There might be days that you don't clean your house, but Getting up and having a schedule with your children, whether it's coloring, painting, playing, watching something educational, whatever it is, you created that human and you are raising them to be effective, responsible, loving, loving, caring adults, good human beings, good humans. So bravo, mamas. (laughs) thank you for that Brittany that just made me think about you know you don't have to own a company or you don't that's the thing and I feel like this culture that we're living in right now it's like everyone thinks their purpose is how much money they can Mm -hmm. make or Mm -hmm. how much fame they can get Yeah. yeah and the cliche saying is all the fame and money does not bring you happiness right so find something else. Your purpose can be And the maybe farmer, it does but, make you famous. Right. Look at ballerina farms. Yeah. She's They're about to farmers have her baby. and she's somehow an influencer because she yeah. shares her life. Like if you can influence other people with your purpose, it's gonna go a lot farther than fame and money. Yeah. Thank and on that, that note. Find your purpose and find those narcissists and try to get away from them. Set your boundaries. Other than that, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us at Sutherland Girls on Instagram and TikTok and Spotify. Uh, Make sure you hit that follow button on Spotify with the bell next to it because that notifies you every time a new episode goes live. It it actually pops up on your phone. So you can can wait until it's like 10 o'clock on a Tuesday, just staring at your phone and then it'll pop up. Although mine has been popping up at 11 a.m. Don't know why it does that. Um, The last one popped up like 10 minutes earlier or something like that. I was like, oh, Oh, really? Okay, I'll listen to it early. Okay, it's (laughs) always at 10 a.m. Yeah. Whether it's Tuesday or Wednesday. Last week was on a Wednesday for mental health reasons. It's okay. Yes. And honestly, I took my editing day as a mental health day and it was the best decision ever. It was the one time I didn't, I wasn't putting pressure on myself to get something out because of other people. And I was very proud of myself. It's okay. It's okay. It's It's almost like, you know, the pandemic, we sat and did nothing. Yes. And then we went fast forward so fast. Yeah. Yeah. We just were desperate to go. Okay. Don't forget to like our reels and like our TikToks. And share them. Share them. Um, and leave comments because we used to get so many comments and now it's like one or two here or there. Yeah. And we really enjoy your guys' feedbacks. Please, please, please. Even if it's just in emojis. Because it's like, we think we're hilarious. 
but are we? And then when you guys, you know, reassure us. Did that, you listen? Okay, we are Didn't funny. you listen? Are you going to listen? Also, the best place to listen is in the car, by the way. Again, apologize for this month's book. It's a little rough, but we're going to get through it. It's only 130 pages. It's only 104 pages. pages. And it's it's supposed to be this great female book. It's so. supposed to. I yeah. don't know about we'll that. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyways. Um, thank you guys again for following, liking, rating, starring, all of the above. Other than that, we'll see you next week. Bye. We apologize now for the book. Um, well, I think is the book, boring? Uh, reading the book started. is fine, but the audible, the voice on the audible is like annoying. Has the privilege of choosing such a life. Woman in large parts of the civilized world has been forced back by war, by poverty, by it just kind of sounds like a documentary. I will fall asleep listening to that. I'll make sure before bed to listen to it. And you have it sped up. So maybe if I slowed down the yeah. speed, it would be a little bit better. What's it at? 1.4? It's 4? at 1.4. Yeah. Because the last book that we did, she talked so slow. Into a smaller circle of immediate time and space. Immediate that works. family life. Yeah. Immediate it's more boring. <laughs> She's talking too slow. The sealed one. The non-sealed one. The sealed one. The one you've been drinking is the sealed one. The one that was mine is no longer open anymore. It refilled itself and sealed the lid. Yeah. That's what it does. Let me do the intro. One, two, three, let's go. I think this is the first time. Episode 24, we finally got our song right. (laughs) It's not the love boat anymore. (laughs) Okay, one, two, three.